Hello! Welcome back to another episode of Put Your Heels On. It's been a while since I've updated you guys on my life and what's been going on. This past weekend, I just got back from a beautiful wedding in Disney World in Florida. It was so hot. It was, like, humid, but it was still cloudy and, like, rainy, but it was still, like, nice out. I don't really know how to describe it. Like, Florida is a whole different type of place than here back in Philly. Like, I did my hair all pretty the morning of, like, getting all ready. Then I literally step outside and my hair goes flat. I tried my best, but the whole wedding was beautiful. And then after that, I was able to spend a bunch of time with my family in the parks. And Connor was able to come too. And it was really fun going on rides and everything because I haven't gone to all the parks since I was like 10 years old. So it's been a very long time now that I'm 21. And it brought back so many memories from when I was little. And seeing my sister like see it for the first time, she's been to Disneyland and California but not here in Florida and it was just like so cute to see her like so happy like seeing like Mickey and going on all the rides for the first time sorry my nose is so stuffy I got bad allergies like ever since I went to Florida like something went on I don't even know but I'm so stuffy but hopefully that won't annoy you guys But I kind of just want to get into this episode. I want to talk about long-distance relationships and how to get through that, especially going to college. I know people are starting either this week or next week. I know Drexel is weird, and they don't start until, like, the third week of September. So right now we're still in our summer term, and I still have my internship right now, and that will go on until September 17th, and then I'll start school the following week it's really weird how like it all works here but I kind of wanted to get into my relationship before college and how that affected me going to school how I went through it or if you do want to stay in a relationship and how to deal with it so I'm first going to get into my experience so let's go all the way back to when I was a junior in high school. So at this point, I was dating my ex-boyfriend for about, we started dating April sophomore year. So let's say like eight months. Um, So by Christmas time, like almost a year into it, he kind of decided that we were going to break up before we went to college. Like when we left, like that was it. And I kind of wasn't on board at the time. Like, I was very upset. And, like, through my mind, like, my mindset was just, like, oh, this is our last Christmas together. Oh, this is our last New Year's. We're not going to have another date here. We're not going to spend another birthday together. And I feel like that kind of put down our relationship in that, like, I had the mindset. Like, I was just upset. Like, oh, this is the last time we're doing this. And that isn't a good mindset to have. Like, I was kind of upset that... We made that decision at the time, but in the end, it obviously was the best decision that we could have made because if it ended on bad terms, like, like, we're still friends today and, like, obviously we're not very close, but, like, if it would have hurt me more having him not in my life ever again and, like, completely hating each other and blocking each other and everything than, like, how it did end... 
so to go into more detail um so like the last summer was fun but it was very like hard on me I was very like depressed and I was just thinking like wow I'm about to go to college and not know anyone and I'm gonna be like heartbroken and it made me very scared to go to college and in brand new city I knew no one going and I just thought like wow I'm gonna be all alone and obviously that's not that's not what happened like I made friends right away but going into that it made me so scared and Drexel since it's like weird we start so much later like I was seriously left alone at home like all my best friends went off to school my boyfriend at the time we just broke up and I was literally just working every day to try to get my mind off it um it worked out like I made a lot of money which was awesome but I kind of just blocked it out and didn't really deal with it and to go back into it how we broke up it was he went to school before me so he like a full month before me so the last day like that we were together we like watched the sunrise because we live at the beach like we saw that and then we literally got in our cars said goodbye like literally did like the heart symbol with our hands to the window and like literally just cried all the way home it was literally like a movie like this is literally a movie scene you just see our cars going separate ways and us freaking crying in the car and I drove all the way home and at that point like the night before we had like our last dinner together and I literally just cried and we had a lunch before that and I was like oh my god this is our last lunch together I cried at lunch like a little baby but it's it just because that's like a huge thing in your life going to college it's so scary you don't know what to expect like what do you do now your parents drop you off and you just sit there in a room alone like sorry I my nose I can't and like when I got dropped off I didn't have my roommate there yet because she moved in a day later and like I said goodbye to my mom and I literally just sat in my room on my computer like whoa like this is crazy I'm in a brand new city living in this tiny little room and like I was sad and what was even weirder like since there was no like breakup like it was literally just like one hour we're together the next hour we're not so he started like pulling away like I didn't know how to deal with that like how do you just stop saying I love you like it was never like on bad terms and we we're never like fuck you we're we're done like it was just like we were together one second and then not the next and I remember later that day like I went over my cousin's house and I think we literally baked like those cupcakes in the cones and like ate that and I just like needed to distract myself and like my eyes were just so puffy from crying and I just didn't know how to deal with that like just I was 18 I was lost I didn't know what to do he was living his life in college like I see he was going out he posted with girls like and like he was getting all these new girl followers and I remember the day like he finally like locked me out of his Instagram like we had both of our Instagrams to each other and like I remember like oh my god like it's really over and like then he like archived all the pictures and changed the captions and like that really pushed me to get over it and like the like I was very sad and then like we were fine and then like it kind of like I started posting more and like wearing more scandalous outfits like I remember it was Halloween and I and I dressed up like in a little bra top and like a skirt and whatever and then he 
calling me like so upset saying like calling me all these bad names but like I just didn't know how to get over it and like that was both of our ways of coping with it and then like eventually like months after like we reached out and like we're fine but it's hard going into college with a relationship. I recommend not doing it. Like, I think that was the best decision I could have ever made. Even though, like, I, at the time, I felt like it was forced upon me and I did not want to do that at all. It was the best thing I could have done. Because if I went into college with with a relationship, I wouldn't have been more inclined to go out. I wouldn't have been more outgoing, talking to people, making friends. I literally wanted to make friends, like, 24 7 that's all I did I just talked to everyone I saw because I was alone I wanted to make friends I wanted a new friend group and that was the only way you could do it and then I joined a sorority right away I found girlfriends I then like the first day of college like how I said in previous episode of time my Connor like I literally just knocked on doors to make friends with people and if I was in a relationship I wouldn't have like knocked on guys doors and stuff because like I would have been like oh that's like cheating even though that's not like I wouldn't have been more inclined to do that so and then I found Connor like it was the most insane thing like at the time I was like am I ready for a relationship like it just got out of a two and a half year one and I didn't feel ready but obviously this it was the best decision I ever made because now I met Connor who I love so much and if I went into college with a boyfriend, I, I would have just been like, oh my God, what is he doing? I would check his location 24-7 and it would have just caused more fights. And then I think one of us could have cheated. Who knows? Like it would have just ended on horrible terms. And I don't think that's the right thing to do. But if you are going to colleges close to each other or even the same college, I think it's definitely worth it to do. But just from personal experience, he was going to college in North Carolina and I'm in Philly. Like, it just would have never worked. And even, like, long distance, I just think it's so hard. Like, it takes so much trust to do so. And I'm the type of person, like, I need to see you. I need to go on dates. I need to be with you a good amount of the time. Or else I just have, like, anxiety and I don't know what you're doing. And, like... Like, you can trust someone so much, but you still need that, like, personal connection. You need that personal touch. Like, I just don't know how I could do that being so far away from each other. Like, FaceTime is good and all. And, like, you could fly out or drive every once in a while. But only seeing each other on, like, holidays and breaks is, it's hard. So, I think the people that do get through that are spectacular. And you're literally going to get married because that's, like, the hardest thing to do. And I personally don't think I'm strong enough to do that. If the time comes that I physically have to, then I'm going to put my all into it. And I think if you just have a good mindset and really just like you love the person, I think it would work out. But I think starting off college with a relationship is just not the best idea. I think you'll get more out of your college experience being single and kind of just putting yourself out there if the case is that you're far away. I think that it just pushed me to be even more outgoing and try to make more friends because without that, I wouldn't have talked to guys and I wouldn't have made my guy friends that I have. And I think that I'm lucky. At the time, I was so upset. I would cry every single day. Like, I didn't even want to eat. All I wanted to do was party and get my mind off things. And obviously, that's not healthy. But... Anyway, like, that's how you cope with a breakup. Like, 
whatever like your COVID thing is mine was going out and like that was good at the time but eventually I found Connor and I wasn't it was like when I wasn't looking for anything that's when it came sorry I literally need to blow my nose okay I'm back and I literally dropped mic on my face because I'm laying down but anyway I think from personal experience just maybe take a break and maybe see them when you come home. I think it's just good to get out of the mindset of being in a relationship and kind of being tied down from not wanting to experience things. And if it's meant to be, it will be. So coming from that, I kind of want to get into some questions that I found. I was going to talk about these when I had that episode with Serena and Blair, but here we go. So the first question I saw, which made me think of talking about my experience was my girlfriend and I are going off to separate colleges this fall, but plan to stay together. Do you have any advice? So my advice, if you are staying together is to not be looking at their location 24 seven, not to have their Instagram. I think you should unshare the location log out of the Instagram because if you see, oh my God, why this girl follow you? Oh my God, why this guy follow you? Why are you commenting on this post? Why are you in this location? Like if you're a long distance, you're not going to know if he's like at someone's house, at a restaurant, like you don't know those locations and you don't want to make yourself crazy. Like Googling, like what this address is. Like I think not knowing is better. And it's not knowing, like, if you have trust, you know, they're not going to cheat. So it's not like you're being oblivious to them cheating. Like you just don't need to know what they're doing 24 seven, or you will drive yourself insane. So I think if you set some boundaries and know that like you shouldn't look at their every move, then it's going to work out. If you are micromanaging them and saying, you can't go here, you can't do this, you can't do that. They're going to finally like resent you and then it's gonna end to breaking up so I think if you just communicate set some boundaries and have trust in one another it's going to work out and then plan like maybe once a month you go visit each other every two weeks one goes visits the other and then the other one goes visits the other or if it's even further like once a month I think that's a great idea just set some things in place that you guys are going to do and it will work out. You just can't let yourself go crazy and think like, what are they doing 24 seven? Because then you're just going to have so much anxiety and it's going to lead to more problems and more fights. You just have to have a hundred percent trust in one another and it will work out. Okay. Next question is, hi, I'm a rising sophomore and I have been to zero. I mean, zero parties. I don't have any religious slash moral reason against drinking or having a good time. So I kind of want to go. Thought I have gone. I would thought I have gone to one by freshman year. The closest thing I've gotten is people talk about parties that they're going around me, which is kind of awkward for me. Do my friends just not like me? Can I just show up to parties without being directly invited? So I think one You can totally go to parties uninvited. Frat parties, there isn't an invite. You just show up. You don't even need to go with anyone. I've gone to parties and found my friends there and just gone alone. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. Have a couple of drinks before. Show up. It's no big deal. So fun. Wear a cute little outfit. Feel confident. And if you hear your friends talking about a party and they don't directly invite you like I don't know if they're your real friends 
Like, even if you chime into the conversation and be like, oh, can I come? Like, even you don't even have to ask permission. Like, frat parties in college or, like, sports parties like lacrosse or hockey, you don't need an invite. They just want girls there. Like, it's one thing if you're a guy trying to get in. Like, every school is different. But girls, you can get in anywhere. They will never turn a girl away. And you can show up alone. Just... Go have an open mindset, try to talk to different people, make friends. And even if you find one girlfriend to go with, you guys can go together and have an awesome night. I think for me, the best thing I did was joining a sorority because they have like planned socials with frats, which happen before like the open party actually starts. So you kind of get to get closer with the frat guys and with your sisters So I think that's something good. Or even if you have a club, make some friends in a club. You guys can go to the open parties together. And there's no need to, like, think you, like, need to be invited or anything. Like, it's totally fine to go by yourself or with, like, one girlfriend or whatever. Don't ever feel like you're not included because you are. And just, you got to surround yourself with the right people. You can't. Like, obviously, there's going to be clicky girls and guys who are like, yeah, frat bro, and all this stuff. But, like, try to find your group. Maybe join a club. It doesn't have to be a sorority. Even just going to the gym. Find people with, like, similar interests. And you guys could talk about going out. And if you're 21, you can go to the bars. Like, like even if you're, like, weirded out going to frat, like, even just going to a bar. Like, meeting people not just from your college like from all over I think that's a great idea too like don't feel awkward try to like chime into the conversation maybe they'll casually bring up oh you want to come too or just even ask if you can go or just be like oh I'll see you guys there like kind of just bring it up casually and if they aren't responding well to that or they're being weird or clicky like they're not your real friends and you can find friends easily in college no one really knows each other reach out to people with similar interests and then it should work out. All right, here's like another topic I want to get into. So this is the kind of like a question statement. I went on a first date with a girl I met on Hinge. She spent most of the entire night asking me about what I thought about different messages and conversations she was having with her ex and how each message can be interpreted. She kept apologizing for talking about her ex, only to return to speaking about him two minutes later. She was asking for a male perspective on why her ex didn't want to get back together. So first off, never talk about an ex on the first date. That is the first no, no, no. That is a no-go zone. Never do it. That just puts the other person in an awkward-ass position. Like... Unless your ex was like freaking Kendall Jenner, there's no reason you should be trying to talk about your ex. This is even worse to ask about messages to send to your ex or like what their messages meant. That is so messed up. You talk about that with your girlfriends, not on this new date. This new date is trying to take you out, wine and dine you, trying to get to know you, not your ex. So please, ladies and gents, do not talk about an ex, especially on the first date. Maybe wait until the third, but the first, like if someone was talking about their ex to me on the first date, I would be like, get me out of here right now. That is so messed up like that just puts the person in an awful position and they don't know what to say like they think you're more interested still in your ex than getting to know this new person 
and it just makes everyone feel weird and it's just not right like if that was me I would get up and leave like that's just so messed up and on the other side of that is online dating so I've never personally online dated because I think it's so normalized now even like bumble friends I honestly would totally do that like I've honestly heard this one story of this girl on Bumble Friends and she like met a girl, they hung out a couple times and she actually signed up for like regular dating Bumble and for like girls who are lesbians and she thought she was dating this girl. Like the one girl thought they were dating, the other girl thought they were just friends and like the only way she found out is they went out to hang out with a group. She was like, oh, want to come out with some of my friends? And the girl was like, yeah, definitely. So they went out. And when this girl went on the quote unquote date, she introduced her friend to these friends and said, oh, hi, meet my girlfriend. And the one girl was like, uh, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, I didn't know we were dating. Like, I thought we were just friends because she thought she was doing bubble friends. But if I sign up, I'm going to make sure it's for the friends only. Sorry, I am straight and I have a boyfriend. But there's nothing wrong about being bi or anything. I just, I want to find more girlfriends. Like, I have my group here, but it would be cool to branch out and find some new girls to hang out with. Um, But getting back to online dating, I think it is such a good idea to branch out of your comfort zone. Like I know that being in college, you see all the same people, the same hockey boys, the same lacrosse boys, the same frat boys. Like you don't really see like the locals or the people that live like in Sutter City for being in Philly. Like you just see the people in your college town. And I think that it's a good way to get out there. Even if like at home, when I go back home, like when you're in your hometown, you only see like your high school people or like anyone in that group. And I think that online dating can get you out of your comfort zone, even if you're older out of college. Like that's a great way just to meet people. Go on a couple dates here and there, make some new friends. I think online dating is a great thing. And I think it really like sets you up for making new relationships. And I think it's great. Even though I personally never done it, like, I think that it really gets you out there. You don't even have to meet up with them. You can just message people, see the vibe. And if it's not good, then don't go on a second date. But I think it's a great way to get out there. And even on the other side of that, obviously, we all heard of the horror stories of, like, they went on a Tinder date and their person was a serial killer. I remember this one story. I think it was on Shane Dawson's like conspiracy theories. I know he's like canceled now, but he was my childhood. I watched all of the conspiracy theory videos and they honestly were everything. But there was one where a girl matched with this guy on Tinder. They went on a first date and like she went up to her like after the date, she was like, want to come over? They had a drink and when like she opened her door she like used like the key under the mat and she opened the door ladies never do this so this is a psa she opened the door and like put the key back and then so he saw that she did that so like after the day he left she went back up to her room and it was like a normal night then she hears like all all these different sounds like from her first floor and so she calls the cops and was like I need help there's someone in my house and she like locked herself in her room 
And so when the cops finally got there, she was like, I mean, the cops were like, did you have like anyone over? Like, this is so weird. Like, did you leave your door unlocked? And she was like, no. And so what happened downstairs was this guy got the key from under the mat, opened the door, set up like all these plastic sheets around the room literally getting ready to kill her literally like dexter in real life literally getting ready to kill her like how scary is that like i'm not trying to scare you online dating but like nowadays i'm pretty sure you can be verified on tinder and stuff to make sure you're like a real person and there's like tinder college i'm pretty sure so you know that they're like college students but like just be careful meshes with them first maybe look them up on instagram and facebook see their background see their tagged photos you got to look at those tagged photos because that's how when you see how they really are like their friend like obviously your instagram is your prettiest pictures like the ones you look best in the ones you want to show on your feed but obviously your tagged photos are not going to be that good because your friends are going to care more about what they look like than you look like Or if you have amazing friends and they will never do you dirty like that. But I know I've had my share of ugly tagged photos that I probably will untag myself from. But, you know, some of them I just leave up there because at this point I'm just like, who cares? There's going to be a bad photo of me out there and, like, I just have to deal with it. (laughs) Because obviously I'm not perfect from every angle. Like, welcome to the real world. But it's fine. I'm fine. So I think just be careful. Obviously, there's some wackadoodles out there, but you'll find, if you're not looking, you'll find someone. I feel like when you are looking, you're never going to find someone. But if you're just chilling, living your life, someone will come to you and make your life that much better. I seriously live by that. Like whenever my friends are looking for a relationship, they never find anyone and they're just more sad. But when they're not looking, it's like amazing. Then someone magically appears and it's for the better. So now I kind of want to get into some personal topics about friendships. So recently I had a fight with my friend and the issue still isn't resolved. And sometimes you just need to take a break for some people in your life if they're not making it better. And it's very hard to do this. Like, obviously, losing um, a boyfriend or a friend, a girlfriend, like, it's very hard because if you're used to talking to this person every day, like, it is. It's, It's very hard. And sometimes you just need to take a step back go your separate ways for a while and eventually if if the friendship or relationship was meant to be it will be and I've just been trying to live that way like live in the moment and like if it's meant to be it will be I've just been like recently I've been thinking so much about the future and what my life is going to look like after graduation like I still have a year left everyone's asking me like what am I gonna do where I'm gonna live like I have no idea right now. It's kind of just like wherever I get a job, I'm going to live, obviously. But it's like, do I go back home? Do I move to New York City? Do I stay here in Philly? Like, it's just such a big decision. And it's very hard for me to 
make one right now. I just don't know what life is going to be like a year from now. Not even a year, like nine months. Like I graduate in June and it's been really like heavy on my heart recently. I just don't know what I'm going to do. And I have so much to think about. Um, like a bunch of my friends since Drexel, Drexel does this five-year program are graduating a year after me. So they're still going to be here. I'm going to be basically graduating alone and that's okay. But I kind of like, well, either live on my own in New York, which is going to be so expensive, or do I wait a year and stay home and commute? But like commuting is just so hard. Like my dad has commuted to New York City forever and I just don't know if I could do it or like live at home and live under my parents' rules and stuff. Like that seems so difficult. I know I'm just like, I sound so annoying and complaining. Like, obviously, life is good and I shouldn't be complaining. It's just a very hard decision trying to think of where I'm going to go after this. And I think just some good advice. Like, if you're in the same position as I am, like, try to just live in the moment right now. I know it's so hard. Like, trying to live carefree and just enjoy my last year as a senior. Like, these college days, you're never going to get back. Like, I'm going to look back on this and think this was, like, the best time of my life. Like, being a college student has been so fun and I've had the best times and the worst but mostly the best and I just can't even think about not being a student anymore I've been a student since I was in what pre-k like it's so insane thinking I'm finally gonna be an actual adult like yeah I'm 21 years old but not being in college anymore having a real life job and making money paying for everything like it's scary it's a really scary feeling and I think that right now, like at least until like December, I think I'll start looking for jobs. I don't know when you're supposed to start, but I just need to live in the moment and enjoy these last few months. Like I have like sorority recruitment coming up for the last time and like I'm now going to be a GG big and like it's like my last time going through all of this and I think I just need to stay in the moment and just kind of live like even like this past weekend in Disney, I went on a ride with my mom and it was Splash Mountain. It's one of those like log flume rides and like you go over these like little drops and there's one big drop. And when we went on, the ride broke down right before the big drop. And my mom is like having anxiety, like, oh my God, like what's happening? And like, we had to go meet my family for another ride after and she kept like texting them and like calling them from her apple watch and i'm like mom you gotta just live in the moment let's enjoy this ride while we're still on it stop thinking about the next thing because we're only gonna have this moment right now and that's just one example of like how many times like i just keep thinking about the future and like you obviously don't know what's gonna happen you have to keep staying in the moment because you're only gonna get this moment once and even it's like i'm thinking about like I'm so lucky I have all my grandparents still here with me and I still have some of my great grandparents left and it's just such a blessing that I have that because I know a lot of people don't and I'm trying to just spend as much time as I can with everyone because you never know what's going to happen like live every moment like it's your last and that's why I also don't want to have any beef with anyone because you never know what's going to happen and I just trying to live my life trying to cut out any like bad toxic people in my life and trying to just live like literally it's so cliche but connor said it best he has a tattoo on his back that 
has exist and then live underneath with um the exist like have it sorry there's um a helicopter outside my window you either hear helicopters ambulances fireworks or gunshots in philly but it's fine and we're just gonna let that pass but connor said it best he said don't just don't just exist just live and so that's what his tattoo represents and honestly like meeting him has made me really think about that and appreciate life to just live and not just be another human being to exist and try to live your life to the fullest try to do like everything you dream of and like travel the world that's a big thing I want to do in my life like this year 2021 has been crazy I've gone on the most trips in one year that I have like ever and it's coronavirus who knows what's gonna happen with this new delta variant like I'm praying I get to go back to school fully like it's so crazy like I don't want my senior year to be on zoom I I, I've had the past two years on zoom like not two years but like the second half of my sophomore year and then like the first half of my junior even right now like I have my internship but I'm still taking a couple classes on zoom and I just want it to be somewhat normal because I'm never gonna be able to have my senior year again even like graduation like I hope that all the events can happen and take place and I can graduate normal and on top of that like if it is back like full zoom like I might just take a semester off or something just so I can experience and learn like I feel like I barely even learn on zoom like I don't know how you guys feel but on zoom I could just be so easily distracted like I don't even need to pay attention in the classes like just turn your camera off like unless they fully require for you to have your camera on there's no reason why like you would have it on like I literally wake up go on zoom like I'm in my pjs in my freaking bed eating my breakfast like it's so funny like if my camera was on they would think I'm a freaking weirdo but I need that like structure I need to get ready for class have a backpack and actually take notes on a pen and paper or even on my laptop like I just want that normalcy back but I don't know if we're ever gonna get that type of normalcy again even in the next couple weeks I'm going to Firefly with Connor and I'm seeing the love of my life Billie Eilish I've been trying to see her for literally months actually years I was gonna see her right before COVID when she came here to Philly but it got um canceled so that made me really sad but I never actually bought the ticket so it's not like I had trouble getting refunded or anything but now with like her new album is amazing I'm gonna see her at Firefly but they just announced you need to be vaccinated or get a negative COVID test that day, I think. But it's like a four-day event. So I don't know, like, what if you get COVID when you're there? Like, thank God I I, I was vaccinated um, back in April, but everyone has their own opinions on that. But now it's like, we got vaccinated to not wear masks, and now we have to wear masks again. Like, I don't know when any type of normalcy will happen again it's honestly so scary like thinking we could tell our kids one day oh yeah I lived during the COVID-19 pandemic and was totally quarantined in my house for I don't even know how long it was so scary and thinking that we could go into quarantine again I really don't think I could do it I was like so depressed during quarantine like living back home only able to go outside 
not able to go out to dinner. Like, I remember literally the first time I went out to dinner was me and Connor took a road trip to South Carolina. So this was in the beginning of June and I was stuck at home from March to June and like literally being at home every single day. It hasn't been that way since I was in high school. And even when I was in high school, I would still have sports and actually go to school. Like I was never stuck at home like this. And it literally made me go insane. It was the same routine every single day. Like that Squidward scene from SpongeBob, like wake up, I did a workout, I did class, I had lunch, I hung out with my sister, had dinner, went to bed every single day. Maybe I went outside for a run or a walk, but that was it. And I literally remember the first time I went out to dinner again after that. And it was so crazy. Like a little thing like that is so insane. And South Carolina at the time, we went to Hilton Head. It was open. And then right when we left, all the cases started going up. And then it was having my family crazy. I had to get a COVID test. It was always negative. Thank God. Knock on wood. I haven't gotten COVID. Who knows with this Delta variant, like with the vaccine that I, I could potentially get it. But it's so scary. Even in Disney. Like, I remember it as a kid. Like, obviously, I'm older now. It's not going to be as magical. But it just didn't feel the same. Like, None of the characters could be out. Like, I sound like such a loser. None of the characters could be out. Um, And, like, everything was, like, it just didn't feel the same. Like, once you experience Disney the way, like, it normally is, it just is not the same during COVID. And everyone has their masks on. And, like, the lines were, they weren't that long. I think because, like, I don't think you can have fast passes right now. So, like everyone just had to wait and like you're like off doing other stuff so like they weren't that bad and I was able to do everything I wanted which was awesome but it's just not the same but one perk that my family got to do but I had to leave to go back to work was they got a tour guide and when you have a tour guide you get to cut all the lines I was so jealous they got to go on the new Star Wars ride, which I did on Friday when I was there. It was insane. I'm not going to give that many spoilers because if you guys want to go on it, it's called the rise of the rise of the resistance. If you're into Star Wars, it was the most insane experience. Like it's not just like you hop on the ride and like hop off. Like it's a full experience that like you literally emerge into like the Star Wars galaxy. Like it was so cool. I highly recommend any of you going to do this ride like the one thing I had to do like you had to do this virtual queue like through the app and like you had to go right at one o'clock and like hit like join me to the queue and thank god like we got it and then like the line after that was probably only like 10 minutes but yeah it, it was crazy but my family got to cut every single line in both Hollywood Studios and Magic Kingdom and live the life I was so upset I wasn't able to make it But I'm glad they had a great time and I had a great time too and the wedding was awesome. But I want to go back after COVID and I really want to go back to Universal Studios. I haven't been there since I was 10, I think. The same time I went to Disney World, we hit Universal and the Harry Potter World, man, it is amazing. I haven't been literally in 10, 11 years. So the amount of stuff they added, like, I think I'm more of a Harry Potter fan than a Star Wars fan. So that, I sound like such a loser. Like, am I the only one still into Harry Potter and Star Wars? Like, I don't think so. Like, my family's into it. And I got Connor into it, thank God. Like, Harry Potter, Marvel, Avengers, 
Star Wars. Like, I'm into all of it. Like, call me a weirdo, but it honestly makes me so happy. Now you can hear the sirens from the police or the ambulance. Sorry, that's the... That's just the life living here in Philly. So the last topic I want to touch on before we close out this episode is self-confidence and how to have self-confidence when you are in a relationship and when you are not. So first, I want to go from my own, not like my perspective on it and like how to stay self-confident as in like not knowing like that your partner won't cheat on you, but knowing that you will be okay if something like that were to happen. I know people who have been cheated on in the past, like I've been cheated on, but it wasn't that long a relationship. I talked about that in a previous episode, but being in a long-term relationship, getting cheated on and trying to have the confidence to come back from that. And when you go into a new relationship, to not have that constantly in the back of your mind that this new person will cheat on you. So even from that like little experience I had on cheating years ago, even taunted my past relationship a little bit. And a little bit now, me and Connor are, I know he would never cheat on me. So that's not even a thought in my mind. But in my previous relationship in like high school, I always had a worry like, oh my god he's gonna cheat on me oh my god like am I just like not worthy of this like having someone treat me well and thinking that they could just leave me at any moment a guy or a girl loves a confident woman if you know that like you're secure in your relationship and that you're confident in yourself like in your body in your mindset in your whole being like that's the first thing a guy notices like if he sees a girl walking into a room like she owns the place with her chin up shoulders back acting like she has a fucking tiara on her head like that's like so attractive like even when I see that in a guy like Connor like is so confident in himself and not being like narcissist and too confident but like Just know your worth because that's the first thing you need to do before you even get into a relationship. You need to know that like you are worth so much and any guy or girl is lucky to have you. You are all like you're a treasure and someone will treat you right one day. You can't just if you were in a toxic relationship or in a toxic relationship, know that that's not what you deserve and you will find someone better. And then there is on the other side of that, say you do find someone better. You can't like think in your mind that they're going to cheat on you because if you keep saying like, oh, you're just going to go cheat on me. Oh, are you cheating on me? Like, oh, oh, that girl that liked your photo. Oh, are you fucking like you can't like say things like that because that's just gonna hurt the other people's like the other person's feelings and push them away i know i've said stuff currently i say not that i say things like that but i can make a comment and it's just or like your other part like your partner can make a comment and it just makes you feel shitty and makes the other person feel shitty and it's just like social media is so crazy nowadays like like following girls like in bikini pictures like 
you can't let that get to you. I know that social media could be a huge thing. And like, yes, you totally have the right to be pissed if your guy or girl is liking other girls bikini pictures like it sucks it sucks like why are there whole tits and ass out and like you're liking it like it's kind of saying oh you look good but i know like some guys don't even think about it twice they're literally just liking photos for the sake of it i guess but that's just another thing like imagine just having a relationship in the olden days like with no social media like what was it even like even i was like talking to like my grandparents and they were like we got we were married by like 21 like I couldn't even even my parents like my parents had me at a young age and my mom was 22 my dad was 21 when they got married and I couldn't even imagine and they had me I was four years old I couldn't even imagine having a four-year-old kid right now and being married it's just such a crazy thing and I'm very lucky that I have amazing parents who love me and took care of me and still went to college like my dad went to Dartmouth and my mom went to Monmouth University and she was able to go and get a master's degree and raise me to the person I am today and it's just so crazy I couldn't even imagine being married right now and taking care of a child like I could barely take care of myself like I'm trying my best but coming back to that like seeing my parents go through such crazy things and I remember when my mom had a flip phone and I was texting off her flip phone like and now we have social media to like taunt us and post like thinking we have this image to like fulfill like thinking like I need to post with my boyfriend like oh my god my boyfriend never posts me on his Instagram and people are gonna think we're not dating or like if someone looks at my page oh she hasn't posted with him a while are they still together like no like some people are just not into instagram like connor is not into it at all he's barely on his phone he barely even texts anyone back just because he's just not on his phone like that's not his thing and i am very on my phone i love social media like yeah i don't post that often like on instagram but i do like way more than connor does but like i am not up his ass that like post me post me post me like he obviously has his own shit going on and like I don't want to be like an annoying little bitch but it is like it's almost this thing in the back of your mind thinking oh my god people are gonna think we broke up why isn't he posting and I think if you are really bothered by it or if like your boyfriend has never posted you've been together for a year eh, that's a little bit of a problem a little bit of red flag maybe he is cheating I don't think so but some people aren't are just not into social media so if you are bothered by that i think you would just like bring it up casually like oh like i think it would be nice if you could like post me like to just it's like a show of like appreciation like and showing off like wow that's my girl but i don't think you should take it too much to heart unless he's like dming girls and then we have a problem but if you are bothered by something this all goes back to communication that you got to communicate or else it's going to destroy the relationship. And obviously people fight. You're going to fight and you're going to get through it. And going through the fights, making up, that's part of being a relationship. And relationship is something you have to work on. It will not be easy. Nothing in life is ever easy. You just got to keep pushing through and working shit out. And like, 
everyone in my family, like <laughs> my grandparents have been together since high school. My parents have been together since eighth grade. My aunt and uncle have been together since high school. My grandparents were like married at 18 and moved here from Ecuador. And it's just crazy. Like I have all these people and marriages to look up to. And like, if they could do it, I could do it. Like you just got to push through all, all the little problems. Cause nothing can be that big. Well, obviously cheating and stuff like that is huge. And I don't think you should stay with someone who cheated on you, but little fights here and there, you can push through. You got to get through it because if you really love this person, like you would do anything for them and their love is worth it to you. And if they make you happy on a day-to-day basis, you just got to push through. But I also think if you're my age, like you are in college and if you are single, like just have fun. Like don't be looking for anything in particular or anything serious. Like if you just want to have fun, like I have so many friends who are just out here having fun, hook up with whoever you want. Like these are the days to have fun in your 20s. But also like right now I found my person. Like I am so happy where I'm at and I wouldn't trade it for the world. So I think you do you. Be confident in yourself. Whether you are in a relationship or not, like going back to what I said, if you can walk in a room with your head high and just be confident in yourself and who you are, that's going to attract people to you, girls or guys. That I think that's the most attractive thing. And don't like, obviously I could be like, oh my God, I look so fat and ugly today. Like, ew, like Connor, how are you even with me? But he's obviously like, you're so stunning. Like, stop saying that. Like, it's so attractive if you're like, wow, like I look good today. I'm strong. I'm happy. I'm Today's going to be a great day because that's just going to make you happy in life. Like you can't just sit in your room and be depressed and sad all day. Obviously it's fine sometimes, but you got to get out of your shell and, and live life to the fullest. It all comes back to thinking everything will happen for a reason and live in the moment. So it all comes back to that. And here I'm going to conclude this episode. I hope you guys got to know me a little bit better and some of my past relationships and my current one and a little bit about my family. I can get back into their relationship and I would love to interview my mom one day on how she made me the person I am. And I am so grateful for my family and my friends and my boyfriend. So I'll see you guys in the next episode. And it's time to put your fucking heels on, bitches. (laughs) Bye.